This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about the structured settlement industry from the experts in the know. Ringler Associates, the undisputed leader in structured settlements for more than 30 years and the only broker you need. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General Structured Settlements, The Hartford, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello everyone again. I'm Larry Cohen, your host here on Ringler Radio. Uh, welcome to this latest edition. We're coming to you today from the Ringler Associates annual meeting out here in sunny Newport Beach, California. And uh, for someone who came from New England yesterday, it's a lot warmer and a lot more inviting. Well, today we have another important topic to discuss, one that most professionals involved in litigation and structured settlements should be focusing on. Actually, it's all about what we call the Council on Litigation Management here today on Ringler Radio. And to help with the discussion today is my Ringler colleague, Teddy Snyder, who works out of the Beverly Hills, California office of Ringler Associates. Teddy's an attorney and a certified structured settlement consultant. She brings a unique perspective and creativity to designing, presenting, and negotiating structured settlements. And in addition to over seven years with Ringler, she has over 20 years of litigation experience, including more than 100 trials. Now, I won't ask you how many you won, Teddy, but uh, welcome to Ringler. (laughs) Welcome to Ringler Radio. (laughs) Thanks very much. Well, our special guest is here to reinforce just how important litigation management is in today's world. He's also here to tell us about some tremendous resources we should all know about. Adam Potter is the founder and executive director of the Council on Litigation Management. The Council is a nonpartisan alliance committed to furthering the highest standards of litigation management. It also sponsors educational programs, provides resources, fosters communications, and recognizes lawyers who meet high standards. Well, Adam, welcome to Ringler Radio today. Thanks, Larry. Good to be with you. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Teddy and I are out here in Newport Beach. Sun is shining. Uh, We're ready to go. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about your organization. You know, the overall purpose of of the council is really to further the practice of litigation management. Um, In that regard, we have a number of of really interesting initiatives to promote ethics, cooperation, and uh, education. Hey, that sounds pretty interesting, Adam. Could you uh, elaborate on some of those initiatives? Sure. I guess two of our more important initiatives are, um, one is developing best practices for litigation management and claims handling. Um, and the, the second is education. And in that regard, we have a kind of a three-prong approach. Um, one is live standards training. Um, the second is a college for litigation management that we're looking at founding. And the third is our annual conference, which is coming up in March. Well, that sounds pretty dynamic. What what can you tell us more about the annual conference? Because it's coming up fairly soon. Sure. And I know most people go to a lot of conferences, and, and you typically see the, the same old thing. Um, and what we, we try to do is really make a, a different experience uh, with our conference. Um, we have 60 panelists. Every session is a panel discussion. Um, we have 18 total sessions, uh, which will be presenting new and interesting content. Uh, we don't just accept the same uh, content that's been then discussed over and over again. We really push our panels very hard to, to come up with new and interesting things to talk about. Um, in addition, we have Janet Napolitano, who's the new Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, she'll be our award recipient. Has she been confirmed? And, um, it, that's confirmed. Really? She's a confirmed uh, Homeland Security uh, Secretary? She is. She used to be the uh, governor of Arizona. She's paid her taxes. 
<laughs> I hope so. Okay, good. Um, uh, we also, which is a very interesting person, is uh, U.S. Attorney um, Jim Greenlee. And uh, most people will know Jim Greenlee as, as his office actually in- secured the indictment of Dickie Scruggs in the Katrina litigation. Mm. So that should be um, very exciting to hear from him. Um, we also have about 14 hours of professional networking. Ultimately, we like to have a lot of fun at our conference. We have you know, a, a standard golf outing. But then for the people that don't golf or don't golf well, we also have a miniature golf outing. <laughs> Are those mutually exclusive? Anyone that golfs that I've been with doesn't golf very well at all. So I think we'll all be on the miniature golf outing out there. Well, it sounds great. How many people are you expecting uh, at this uh, conference? We're expecting between five and 600, and um, we further limit the number of attorneys to 300 at the conference. So 300 attorneys and 300 outside guests, claim Correct. people, claim people essentially? Claim people, insurance people, risk managers, um, and we have our service providers that are there. Uh, just a variety of mostly uh, a senior to mid-level executives. Well, it sounds exciting, and and, and in all seriousness, having uh, Janet Napolitano there is going to be quite uh, interesting, as well as Jim Greenlee and all the other uh, areas of uh, of interest that you're going to be talking about, especially around the education area. You, you mentioned uh, live standards training. Uh, now, I was actually participate. I'm going to give a mea culpa here. I actually participated in one of your training sessions. As uh, did I. As did Teddy. And uh, it was quite interesting and I hope it was informative. First of all, Adam, how, how did Teddy and I do? Yeah, phenomenal. Oh, good. Did, we get, <laughs> did you get that feedback? <laughs> That's good. Uh, everybody said phenomenal. That's great. Well, could give us a bit of information about these kinds of programs. Well, what we looked at is kind of the purpose behind the, the program is more and more people are moving towards uh, internet-based training. And mm. what we found with internet-based training is people are, are clicking away or you know, doing a, a variety of other things in addition to supposedly watching their, their webinars and, um, and podcasts, et cetera. So we've kind of taken a step back and said, let's bring back kind of what we call live standards training. And in, in this scenario, we bring the content to various cities around the country we have standard content that is um, delivered to groups of 40 to 50 people, all without cost. So it's, um, it's a, a great way to professional network, to learn in a, in a great environment, hear others that have you know, questions, and really just to, to experience training kind of as it was meant to be, you know, like it was years ago. Um, we started this program in 2008, in December actually, and trained um, over 300 people in 2008 in two programs. Um, the first was Litigation 101, which was really geared towards, you know, what is litigation, a very a new person perspective on, you know, everything from depositions to discovery uh, and negotiations and hopefully resolution. Um, and, of course, using structural settlements in the resolution phase of that. Uh, in addition, we have a, another course which we gave was the economics of litigation management, kind of a mid-level course on um, on the economics of litigation management. That's cool. In 2009, we're going to expand those programs and actually have a total of eight programs throughout the country. Um, we'll have a case assessment and evaluation course, a negotiation course, um, e-discovery, and, and a variety of other courses. Uh, we're also looking at a specific course for structured settlements, which I, I know Teddy is going to be uh, leading that course. Well, that sounds good to me. I like that part of it. What uh, Now, these other subject matters that you're going to be talking about, the negotiation and et cetera, are they geared to certain elements of your of the, of the people that attend, or does everybody go to that? 
everybody goes to that. It's it's really geared towards kind of a mid level, um, mid beginning to mid level person in claims and and risk management, um, in in insurance. Anybody that really wants to learn more about those individual topics. And um, our goal is to train again five thousand people in two thousand nine all without cost, um, and we provide the CE credits as well. Adam, can you let our listeners know how they can get the details about how to attend these courses? Sure. We'll have all the information on our website at uh, www.litmanagement.org. So you abbreviate the management. We do. L-I-T-M-G-M-T. Okay, that's that's good. What a, well, that's a pretty good benefit uh, at no cost, especially in today's economic environment. I'm sure people are going to be interested in... Uh, in having this measure of education provided for them. You talked about three prongs. Um, you called it, one of them was the College for Litigation Management. Tell us about that. Well, what we've done is we've looked at attorneys in the five to ten year range, the ones that have gone to law school, have started a practice, and now that are, are looking more at the management of litigation. And, and what we've noticed is there's no t- formal training program for those attorneys in the five to ten year range that want to kind of convert over towards litigation management. So we are um, looking at designing a college for litigation management, which will be a certification program um, for those attorneys, probably a week-long program. Uh, it's currently in development and will be offered with a major uh, law school as well in the United States. Adam, we've been using that phrase, litigation management, quite a bit here. Um, and. I think a lot of people have different ideas of what that actually means. How does the Council on Litigation Management define it? It's pretty broad, but but overall, it's really to make cost-effective decisions, um, achieving the best possible result for the client um, or the insured, uh, taking into account a, a range of risk and reward. And, and why is that so important for uh, people to be aware of the distinctions there? You know, overall, I think that, you know, effective litigation management promotes, you know, the, the best utilization of resources. You know, especially in today's environment, we look at efficiency, we look at economics, and really to become more collaborative in nature um, in, in our uh, litigation management approach. Interesting. So are you finding that w- when you've had these past uh, councils and, and, and sessions and conferences, what kind of feedback are you getting from those conferences as to... Uh, uh, that allows you to then change the nature of the conferences moving forward. I noticed you have a couple of new ideas here. What, what are you doing? How are you getting that feedback? You know, I think from our conference last year, we looked at the evaluations, and really people want to be able to network, um, perhaps professional networking sessions that um, are throughout the conference. So in addition to a, a great learning experience, you're able to develop relationships, you're able to learn more, um, not in a trade show environment. So that's why we tried to schedule um, these, you know, the miniature golf outing, a barbecue cookout, um, a baseball outing, you know, interspersed with the sessions to really promote the collaborative nature and, and to really get to know all players in the litigation management area. Yeah, I think that networking is very important. That's a good, it's a good aspect of it. Well, let's take a quick break right now, and we'll be back with my colleague Teddy Snyder from Ringler Associates in here in California, and also with Adam Potter, the executive director of the Council on Litigation Management. And this edition of Ringler Radio will return in just a minute. We'll be right back. This is Ringler Radio. Legal information, trends, and topics from Ringler Associates, the undisputed leader in structured settlements for more than 30 years. 
Since 1975, Wrangler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to injured parties and their attorneys. Experience counts. Over 140,000 cases structured. This is Ringler Radio. From Ringler Associates, placing more than $20 billion in structures over the past 30 years. And one of the few companies that truly enjoys the trust of all parties in the settlement process. This is Ringler Radio. Celebrating three years on the Legal Talk Network with topics important to the legal community. Did you know you could download Ringler Radio to your iPod? Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Ringler Radio. It's free. Did you know the number of listeners to Ringler Radio doubled in 2008? Thanks to our loyal listeners and welcome to all our new listeners as well. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. I'm glad you could join us. Our topic is the benefit of good litigation management. And who would argue with that? My co-host today is my colleague, Teddy Snyder, from our Ringler Associates office in Beverly Hills, and Adam Potter, the founder and executive director of the Council on Litigation Management. Adam, tell us about the council's efforts to get standardized practices and protocols for litigation management. I guess a lot of companies and individuals are dealing with different types of standards, and you're trying to get it all in one spot. Sure. I mean, what we found is if you're an attorney that works for multiple um, insurance companies or multiple corporations, every one of those attorneys um, has to deal with multiple uh, claims handling or litigation management guidelines, ultimately making the attorney less efficient and wasting resources to comply with each one of those guidelines. And, and really, when we look at litigation management guidelines, the, the most important aspect is communication. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if a um, if attorney re- provides a deposition report 15, 20, or 30 days after that deposition. What really matters is that if something important came up in that deposition, really to communicate that quickly and effectively to the adjuster and the insured. So we've looked at a um, multitude of claims handling or litigation management guidelines and actually have a, com- a committee of 40 people working on a standard for the industry. Um, and I think what's interesting about this committee, it's really a crossbreed of, of individuals. So you have 15 you know, senior people at uh, uh, insurance companies in the litigation management area. You have 20 attorneys. You have, you have 10 service providers. So a number of people in various aspects really focusing on providing the, the best result and hopefully the best practices in litigation management. Are there any other reasons why standardization would be important? You know, overall, I, I think the answer is yes. Um, the, the defense side is, is a little bit fragmented um, in, in providing, you know, strategic initiatives for its clients. Um, an attorney is, is pulled in many different directions. And with one, you know, really good, solid um, initiative, I think that's going to hopefully bring the industry a little bit more closer together in, in working together and be more collaborative in nature. You know, you talked about getting these various individuals together, the 40 or so people. Are the insurance industry uh, participants, are they voluntarily there by sent 
to this process by their companies? Are they all, in other words, in the, the market to, to do the standardization? Because I find that some insurance companies like to think that they have a better way of doing it. They have a better approach and, and uh, require certain information or time, timeliness of, uh, of response that they think gives them a competitive advantage over their insurance brothers. Uh, do you find any of that? Actually not. Um, you know, everybody's coming to the, to the organization as an individual, um, which I think is important. We, and we have hundreds of, of insurance individuals involved with the organization. I think in, in many of our, our people that are, that are involved in this process will agree that claims handling or litigation management guidelines, there's no competitive nature to those guidelines. Um, and there's really no reason why, as an industry, we can't be more strategically aligned in, um, in providing those best practices for the um, for the overall claims handler or the overall litigation management guidelines. Well, having said that, Adam, why do you think there hasn't been an industry standard before now? Well, there 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 has. There's been attempts. Um, about eight years ago, the DRI came up with a, a standard claims handling instructions. Or, and that's or, the Defense Research Institute. That's correct. Um, and what happened was it wasn't it, well. It was ratified by certain players in, in various parts of the industry. It was changed. So uh, you know, player one would say, "I'll take those guidelines, but I'm going to change you know three, six, and nine. And player two would say, "Yeah, I'll take those guidelines, but I'm going to change one, twelve, and fifteen. So what was initially a really you know, a great initial, a great effort turned out to be not a best practice or not a standard because it was changed by you know most of the people that that ratified those those standards. Well, you know that's that's kind of what I was getting at. That that when you come up with your standards, uh, are you then going to have to go and kind of sell that to the various insurance carriers to to be all on the same page, or are they currently involved in wanting to have that happen? You know that's it's that's a very interesting question. Um, I think first is developing those standards. What we did was we got 15 insurance companies involved. Um, so that was difficult. That's difficult enough to get you know 40 people to agree on a a, a standard, let alone 15 different insurance companies. Um, once we have those, and we have a really good working draft right now, which we'll present at our annual conference. Um, once we finalize that draft, then the process becomes you know getting our insurance companies to to agree to that draft. Um, and I think we have some some effective ways of of utilizing um, our committee to to get agreement from our insurance companies. Um, we have about 150 insurance companies now involved with the council, um, and many people within each insurance company involved. So I think overall, you know, we're we're heading down the right track by really being an inclusive organization and inclusive in all of our committees. Well, you, you've you've hit on another issue, and that is the Council on Litigation Management has some incredible initiatives, but also has a lot of interesting members. Who are the members of the uh, of the council? You know, it's it's um, there's two different types of membership. One is what we call a fellow, and those are adjusters, risk managers, general counsel, claims and litigation managers, service providers, paralegals, basically anybody that touch touches litigation or is involved with the litigation or the management thereof. They actually join the council without any cost whatsoever. And then they nominate attorneys for membership in the organization. So an attorney must be nominated to become a member, um, and it's also a kind of an honor and, a, and recognition of good work by that, by that attorney as well. So there's no cost for most of the people in the program, uh, most of the people in the uh, council, and the majority of your programs are free of charge. Is that right? That's right. 
That's cool. Well, that's fantastic. I'd encourage our listeners to become involved and take advantage of these uh, programs, especially today. I know every company is trying to cut back on costs. And if somebody said, I want to go to a seminar, right, Teddy? Uh, they'd say, uh, well, what is it costing? And here you can go to these seminars at no cost. And the content has terrific value as well. Absolutely. Con- Absolutely. I think what's interesting is we used our committee. Um, we have a committee of about 80 people working on the content for those sessions, which will be delivered around the country locally for most people to attend. Well, I know in my experience of doing the, some of the training I did uh, recently for the council, uh, it was a pretty big crowd, and uh, people were uh, quite interested in learning about it. They also, of course, liked the uh, the punch and cookies afterwards, too. <laughs> that was fun, too. How about you, Teddy? Did you find uh, your people were pretty involved and interested? Especially because we had a full lunch. <laughs> there you go. You know, that never fails to make people happy. I, I feed them. That's a good thing. Well, listen, I'd like to thank you, Adam, for uh, joining us today. And Teddy, I'd like, to, I'd like to thank you for being our co-host. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, Adam, how would they do that? Um, best way is email, adam.potter, P-O-T-T-E-R, at lit, L-I-T-M-G-M-T dot org. Or go to our website as well, and all of our contact information is there, too. Terrific. And Teddy, how about yourself? Someone wants to get in touch. You can reach me toll-free at 888-734-3910. You can find me on the ringlerassociates.com website Mm -hmm. in the Beverly Hills office. My email is tsnyder, T-S-N-Y-D-E-R, at ringlerassociates.com. Great. And in case you're a first-time listener, you should know every Ringler Radio Show can be downloaded from our website, ringlerassociates.com, or from legaltalknetwork.com. Or you can even get it off of iTunes, which I like to do. You just download it into your iPod and just take it with you as you stroll down the street eating that uh, chicken wrap we talked about. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And Adam, again, thanks for all your help and good luck with your conference. And uh, I think you know, having it be free of charge and having all those elements of uh, litigation management you talked about, I think you're going to have a big crowd there in March. So again, thanks for listening. Go out and make a great day. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio. Ringler Associates, experience counts. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to injured parties and their attorneys. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General Structured Settlements, The Hartford, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. Prudential.